What I'd really like to do now is to bring you God's word from Psalm 46. Psalm 46 would have to be one of my absolute favourite psalms. It's a wonderful psalm. It's a special psalm. It's a great word of God to us now. I'd like us to reflect on these words in Psalm 46 to see that trusting in the goodness and greatness of God is the key to living as we were made to be. If you don't believe God is good, you'll never be able to face difficulties. You'll never be able to face any kind of suffering or you'll never actually be able to do life itself. Psalm 46 in particular beautifully captures the ultimate reality of God's goodness, that God is the king over all things and that he is good. And his name as creator and redeemer and ruler of all is Jesus Christ. So easily, too often, we doubt God's goodness. And this psalm reminds us that God is our refuge in the storm. The coronavirus is a storm, it's raging around us, but in Christ, our fear can give way. We can trust in the one who commands our destiny. And as we negotiate this season together, let's keep our eyes on Jesus and pray how we might use it to grow in love for one another and for God. My prayer today is that God would show us that Jesus Christ, crucified and risen, is the one with all authority in heaven and on earth right now. That he might awaken in us the strongest faith in the goodness of God and the love of God and the mercy of God and the supremacy of Christ in all things and give us the deepest, deepest comfort in our suffering. The sweetest fellowship, even if we can't meet together on Sundays, the sweetest fellowship with Jesus and one another that we have ever known. For God is good. Psalm 46 tells us we can have confidence in the goodness and greatness of God. Three ways I just want to show you briefly. Firstly, I want you to know that God is a refuge. That's a big theme. Look at verse 1 with me. Chapter 46, sorry, Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. The uh, ancient Israelites were never that comfortable in the sea. It was the place of chaos for them and uh, they were really afraid when it came to the sea. But God in his kindness and mercy calms the sea. We know the stories in the Bible when Jesus walked on the water, when he calmed the storm with a word. And with this great confidence, God's people can take refuge in him. When you recognise the goodness, the greatness of God, when you take refuge in him, I guess what that means is you've fled for your life and you've found life and hope in him. As verse 3 says, fear is excluded, even no matter what the extreme threat is, whether it's, as it says here, floods or earthquake, but here in our global pandemic, fear is excluded. Those who fear God need not fear anything in this world. But you'll only do that if you believe that God is good, no matter what you face. That's when you learn not to go to God for your needs, but to go to God for his will and to trust in him. You don't realise that God is all you need until God is all you have. That is the key. 
certain things that are your hope, your safety, when they're threatened, when they're taken away, you say, God, give them back. And maybe he will, but the secret is not to go to God for what you need, but go to God as what you need. And then you can have confidence in the goodness, the greatness of God as your refuge and strength no matter what is happening. Which ties into the second reason we can have confidence in the goodness and greatness of God. And that is that God is with us. Verse 4. Verse 4 says, There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar and kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. See, God is as much in control in the troubles of our world, in this coronavirus, in the trying to cope with uh, all the things that are going on and the things we uh, are having to, uh, to stop and just uh, try to work out what community looks like. You know, we think that we're great, and when our world comes crashing down, we're left with nothing, and we are so blessed in the world that we live here. Here we are in Sydney and Kalara and around in the suburbs here on the North Shore. We are so blessed. We need to remember that God alone is great, and so when he says, I will be with you, That itself is significant. It's significant because we need much more than help in the present moment. See, what exactly does it mean that God will be with you when the destructive forces are gathering around? I think when God promises this, it doesn't mean he's going to give you kind of comfort, warm, fuzzy feelings. But he's going to be a friend who stands by your side, who walks with you in the toughest of times. See, God's greatness and goodness is seen as he speaks tenderly, as he works in you, as he reminds you in and through his word of the lengths he's gone to show and demonstrate his love for you, to give you that hope for eternity. You see, God's greatness and goodness are seen most of all in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's personal with him. God himself shows up. He comes into the world and he dies for us. As he contemplated that crucifixion in that garden of Gethsemane on the night before he died, he didn't abandon us as he faced that incredible darkness. And so why would he abandon you now as you face challenges and suffering now? As we face this pandemic, I want you to know God is still there for you. That Jesus loves you. That God dwells with his people and in his love and mercy and grace and patience. That you and I can know what this means. If you're not yet a Christian, take hold of that. If you are a Christian, lean on that. Long for that great heavenly hope. The new Zion, the new Jerusalem, that is our great hope and confidence. In fact, we can only know God's goodness by faith, by seeing what he's done to keep his promises in Jesus and then seeing the great promises and hope of heaven that await us. Revelation 21 says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
The first earth and the fir- first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with his people, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things will have passed away. Death and mourning and tears and pain will be no more. Life, joy and love get the last say because of Jesus. And that dovetails in that third and final reason that you and I can have great confidence in the goodness, the greatness of God because he's bringing peace. I love these verses. Have a look with me. Verses 8 to 11. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he's brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The focus in the psalm shifts from defence to offence. This is always how I used to love to play rugby, uh, being a great uh, admirer of the game. I'm looking forward to seeing when we can get back to having the footy on. But as we apply that to the world that we live in and what God is doing, it takes us to our knees, so we must pray. For the doctors, the scientists, the health professionals, for our government leaders, globally, locally, as they seek to bring peace in our world in this time of crisis. Please pray for peace. Peace with God that comes through knowing Jesus and peace from this terrible pandemic. Pray because in the goodness and greatness of God, history is moving forward to his goal of peace. We long for peace the very depths of our being. And the good news is Jesus died for us to give us that peace, to defeat evil. He is Lord over the coronavirus and he calls us to stop and be still and know that he is God and that he will call the whole world to stop. And people only have to stand still and see, not only stop from fear but anxiety as well, that God will be universally acknowledged as the King of all the earth. So let me say this week, when you feel doubts, when you feel frustrations or sadness or fear, when you doubt the goodness of God, look again at Jesus. See, the goodness of God means that God is the final standard of good And that all God is and does is worthy of praise. Only when we see Jesus doing that for us will we know the goodness of God for us and we'll commit ourselves to living that out and experiencing that peace. Then even in our lowest moments we can have that confidence. God is good. He's not fickle. He's not having a day off. He will not fail us, but he loves us. He strengthens us. He cares for us. 
in the time of trial. Will you pray with me? Our Lord God and Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that you speak to us and that you give us your word today in Psalm 46. Thank you for reminding us that you're a refuge for us, for teaching us and showing us that you are with us no matter what, and for showing us how it is that we can find peace in our hearts, in our world, and for eternity. We, we just thank you, Lord, that we can gather together, even online. We pray for the efforts to care for one another within our church and with our neighbours in our local community. We pray you would bless those energy and that effort from our people and that you would be with us. In Jesus' name.